this is Marcus Seeger, number one Amazon best-selling author of Video Marketing for Profit, founder and managing director of Australian company Video Experts and renowned video profit strategist. Welcome to the Video Marketing for Profit podcast. For further details, please visit videomarketingforprofit.com.au. Now, on with the show. Welcome to the podcast. In today's episode, I have Pam Brosman, who is a top-selling Amazon bestseller with 10 books. Can you believe it? And she uses video in her day-to-day business and with her books and authoring program. So welcome to the show, Pam. Thanks for having me, Marcus. I'm glad to be here. Fantastic. So let's start. The The topic of today is how we can use video in marketing and sales funnels. So I'd like to start with uh, asking you, Pam, how, how do you use video in, in your sales funnels? I use it many ways, Marcus. Uh, I've been studying product funnels in the last 12 months and I've been using them extensively in product funnels. So for example, I'll start by maybe putting a teaser on Facebook. That would then drive people to, because now they're doing video ads on Facebook, and that would drive people to a landing page where it might be a checklist that they download. And then when they go through the opt-in, they actually land on a thank you upsell video that takes them to a tripwire, which is basically a low-hanging fruit offer, like 7 to $10. And then that would be a video, short training, under five minutes. And then from there, I would upsell them to a video product anywhere between 97 and $397. Fantastic. So just for the the listeners to, to clarify what we're talking about here, this, this is on online marketing and that the product at the end of this funnel is a is a video training series that ranges in, in value between basically a hundred and four hundred dollars. Now you mentioned that there was the the, the, the funnel, um, it sounded like all that happened at one time. Um, it is, does. That, is that the case? Mm -hmm. Yes, it does. So the idea is you try and get people to go through the funnel all in one go. Now, obviously, throughout that four-step process, they're going to drop off. So, for example, if someone decided they didn't want my $7 offer and Mm -hmm. then they just received the free gift that I said that they were going to get, that would go to their inbox. Mm -hmm. And then within that... There may be a link or something to drive people back again to that $7 offer or they'd automatically go into a five to seven email sequence that would guide them back through to the $7 offer or the upsell that you mentioned. So that's the strategy. It's all about having a continual communication and whether that be an email or another video giving a case study is dependent on what you want to do and the business that you're in. So let's let's step back to the the start of that funnel, Pam, where you, where you mentioned a video teaser using Facebook video ads. Is that yes? Is that, is that what you're mainly using to to promote this um, the the educational products? Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you here, Marcus. 
doing Facebook marketing at the moment is a big challenge for me. Um, so I'm playing around with it at the moment. But because Facebook has changed and it's really trying to go in competition with YouTube now and Google, uh, they're trying to get more people to upload video and actually use videos in their ads. And from what I'm hearing on the street at the moment in the marketing world is that the videos are converting better than pictures. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I'm, I'm testing it at the moment. Some have worked better than others, but that's just something that's a learning curve for me. It's, uh, using the medium is fantastic, mm -hmm. but you really just have to learn what's working. So it's a matter of studying what's, you know, what's working. And the call to actions, because now you can give a call to action under your video, like go and learn more in Facebook, and it actually takes you directly to the website. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So before, most people would sort of put the video and all the sales page within Facebook, and then they've changed all the layout now, so I'm not sure if you can still do that. So now uh, Facebook's just as happy for you to send them from the video there to your external pages. So the next step in that funnel is, the, is that exact landing page that, that you're referring to and this is you, you mentioned a, a checklist as an example of the uh, is this like the the initial free gift as part of that product uh, funnel? yes mm -hmm. yes it has to be something that people because people are very hesitant now to give away their email so it has to be something and people don't want to read ebooks anymore you know, everybody's time poor. So the things that are popular at the moment are infographics or a one-page blueprint. A blueprint mm -hmm. That gives them some sort of quick win that, that they can absorb very quickly and go and try and implement. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm doing. I don't, if I do a video, it would be something that was under three minutes. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I would just show them one quick strategy, perhaps have a download, and then say to them, but you know what, if you really want to learn how easy it is to implement, you've got to grab, like for my one, for selfpublishu.com, I send them to how to find a hot topic for their book. Because people struggle Excellent. with what to write about. So I just said, look, it's mm. super he easy. This is how I find my best-selling books. Watch this $7 um, video training, and I'll show you exactly how to find a hot topic. And oh. that converts mm. really well. This landing page with the, the, the free gift, that really is providing value up front to the prospect um, who is then more willing to actually opt in, as you said, and provide, you know, in exchange for some value, their email address. Um, and you would typically have a uh, an under three minute video on that landing page. Um, and is that is that correct? Well... The thing is, most people, when they opted in, this is a new strategy. Most people, when they opt in, get taken to what they opted in for. Mm -hmm. But that's not what you're supposed to be doing. What you want to do is you want to immediately turn this person who's opted in into a buyer. Okay, so that's when we start moving on to stage three in this funnel which is the that's thing when you, no that's when you've got a video so you ah. never send them the gift straight, straight away they opt in they get that in their inbox inbox got it 
Got it. And we would then move to the, once they've opted in um, from that landing page, then they would go to the thank you. Which would be a video, video saying, yes. um, thank you for opting in. Your free gift is on its way to you in its inbox, but I wanted to share something really important with you that most people get wrong. And that's when you explain about the hot topic. Got it. And so you're actually going straight into a sale. Mm. And those people who don't want to take it, that's fine because mm -hmm. they're still going to get their free gift. But nine times out of ten, if you hit the right thing that's a pain point in their life, they'll say, oh, gosh, that's my problem. I can never figure out what to write. Then they immediately think, what's seven bucks? It's the price of a cup of coffee. And this is the, the tripwire, which is... Then they become immediately a buyer. Yes, okay. And that changes the relationship between you and that that customer is... Immediately. Um, immediately. And this tripwire, just for people who aren't necessarily aware of it, is, is typically uh, yeah, a low-value, high... Va sorry, low-cost, high-value product. Yes. Um, you know, typically, you know, 7 to $10 or, or something around that figure. Um you know, I, I mean, we've spoken about Ryan Dice uh, previously on other podcasts, and and he has a you know a complete funnel there that's um, that we've spoken about that starts out with the tripwire. Um, now, but I have been speaking to a lot of people, um, Marcus, which is really important to note. Tripwires are a lot harder to convert from cold traffic, for example, Facebook. Then it is from warm traffic for people you've already got a relationship with on your list. So mm. test it. Mm, mm, mm. Just something to be aware of. Mm. Yep. And I guess that's really where the, the, the value of that tripwire and the, the authority and trust that you've built up previously um, in those previous couple of uh, the thank you page and the landing page, as well as the video ad in the first place. So they, they all come into play. Um, and then from here, we're moving into the, the final stage of the funnel, which is the, the video training. So how typically does the funnel work from the tripwire to the actual product? Well, what I do is I do a one-time offer. So they buy the $7 and they go to uh, immediately to an upsell that says, um, once you have your topic, you're going to be ready to write your book. So, this is the program that all my 50 best-selling authors have used mm -hmm. to get that book out of the head and up on Amazon in less than eight weeks. Um, I have a one-time offer and then I undercut the price for that and they can say yes or no. Mm -hmm. And if they say no, thank you, then they go straight to the shopping cart, pay their $7 and then they are sent to the $7 training program that they purchased. Mm -hmm. And then they go into another email sequence. Mm -hmm. So how mm -hmm. do you go? Did you find your hot topic? Do you know what you want to do? Are you ready to write your book now? Mm -hmm. You know, that sort of thing. So each part of the puzzle has their own eight email sequence that if they don't take or buy at that point, then they get another eight emails that tries to get them to the next part of mm -hmm. the funnel. And on the email sequence... Uh, how often are you using video as part of that? Um, not very many because most of the 
sequences and videos. I tend to, sometimes I might do one case study of a testimonial, if I've got a video testimonial. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hear what, you know, Mary had to say about doing her book with the program. Mm -hmm. Or I might do a written case study, or I might just tell them something that I've done with a book recently, like a marketing strategy. So that's what they're basically about. They're sort of storytelling because people really like to hear what's happened to other people yes. who've been through the program. In terms of the actual video training product, do you, do you tend to work on the the premise of providing all that video training available as soon as the purchase has occurred, or or do you prefer more of a a, a drip feed, um, you know, over a four or five week period, for example? That's a very good question, Marcus, because I've done it both ways, and I find that in my marketplace I have really fast-driven people who want results now mm -hmm. and they got impatient with the week-by-week -week process. Mm -hmm. They wanted it all in one hit. So now I give it to them all at once so that they can work through it at their own pace. Got it. So it's not necessarily a, a learning benefit to provide the content upfront or drip feed. It's really what, the, what your audience and your um, you know, att attendees to the training, how they prefer to learn. So that that's a really good takeaway there for for everybody when they're thinking about how to deliver that content, in 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 the educational content is to is to really ask and uh, what what your audience actually wants. I think that's a, that's a great tip. Another good way to look at it is if your program happens to include you, you know, like every week they have a Q&A session, mm -hmm. then rolling it out week by week is fine. But if it doesn't incorporate you and maybe just has a forum where you can interact with them, then they tend to like to work at their own pace. Excellent. Well, I think that really does clarify how you're using uh, video as part of a, a sales funnel for this particular product. So thank you for sharing that. Um, I'd like to ask you, Pam, what, what uh, is your take on educational products in the form of video in terms of opportunities for businesses that, that um, may be offline or maybe online to, to I guess, extend their, their product range and, and connect with a larger audience? Uh, to be honest with you, Marcus, if there is any offline businesses who are not providing a form of training, whether it be for marketing or for residual income, they're crazy. Uh, there is no, there is no reason why there's you can't market your business, your area of expertise, your knowledge. Even if you're someone who sells shoes, and you can teach someone how to look after their shoes or how to make sure something when this happens on your shoes, how to get a mark off your shoes, whatever. That is showing your area of expertise and opening you up to an online business funnel. I don't know of any shoe stores now that are not selling online. Mm -hmm. So you can always be teaching and using the power of YouTube and video and Google search to position and show your wares if it's a physical product. But if you're a, a consultant or do any form of coaching mm -hmm. and you're not online, then you're going to be left behind. I mean, it's a global marketplace. I make my money all around the world. And it's purely through training programs that are taught with video. 
I'm going to quickly take this opportunity to let you know about the video marketing training that I've made available through my education business, Video Profit Formula. To learn how you can leverage video marketing to grow your business, visit videoprofitformula.com.au for more information and to receive a 20% discount code on all training modules, just use the code PODCAST. Now, back to the show. I'm, I'm assuming that this particular um, training product, uh, you know, in the in the four, up to $400 range, um, you know, the, the, these training programs can can range up into the up into the thousands, um, or, or can provide a stepping stone up into higher value products. Is that how Absolutely. sometimes these are used? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So the price range that we do with our video, because I love creating programs, you know me, I love it. It's easy to do. Um, so mine range anywhere from a $97 introductory to get a taste of me and see if they like my learning style. I highly recommend you do that, but especially if you're trying to get traffic from Facebook and it's cold traffic so they don't already have a relationship with you. No. Give them a piece of you or give them some free training to be able to say, oh, wow, I really liked the way she teaches. And then they'll think, okay, well, I'm quite happy to spend $97 with her now. They get a quick win. And then there's no limit to where you can go. So my program started at $97, and then I have a program that's worth the $397 that upsells to a $997. From stage, I sell a $5,000. And then I have a done-for-you service that's $13,000. So, and they're all sold online or from stage. And they're and all video. How, how often do you see customers progress through that sequence? Like, you know, have, have you had anyone start at a $97 program and end up at the $13,000 program? Uh, not from the... I don't sell the 13000 from my funnels. Mm-hmm. Uh, they tend to come from me from word of mouth of other people who've used my services and they get come to me as a referral right, or they right. come from the stage. So they come in from the stage, they do the $5,000 program and all of a sudden they say, you know what, Pam, I can afford for you to just do it for me. Mm. And that's where they tend to come from where they just can't be bothered doing it themselves and they'd rather just have me do it for them. Okay, but within the maybe within the online training program, there would be a transition from the lower value to the higher value. Do you um, see that? Do you see most that at people all, would or? come in at the three ninety seven, then upsell to the nine ninety seven. Or those people who want the home study, which is a physical product, so those two are only online, mm-hmm. and those people have the option to either do the online. Or the one nine nine seven, which is a complete package and has a whole okay. lot of extra bonuses, CDs, books, etc., all packaged into, and that's a physical product. Okay, got it. And and just for some of the listeners, can you explain what you mean by selling uh, from the stage? Sure. Uh, we get invited to go and speak on other people's stages, and so we will go and present probably a two-hour presentation on stage. And then at the end of that presentation, we're given the opportunity to give people to learn, you know, time to learn with us, which is when I upsell my packages. From stage, we sell a $5,000 package, which includes three days twice a year with us 
as well as the physical package. So that means that we're on stage presenting, or you can do your own workshops. We don't always just do it for other people. We run our own workshops, and then we sell people into our programs face-to-face from a workshop. And is this different from public speaking? Uh, Most public speaking, you don't sell. Uh, Most public speaking, you're invited and you're either allowed to maybe sell a book from the back of the room or give away a free gift, but you're usually paid to Mm -hmm. speak. Uh, That's the difference between selling from stage and being a paid speaker. Got it, got it. And I guess, again, these are opportunities for both offline and online businesses. Oh, most definitely. You can. There's offline businesses who should be running their own workshops now and sharing your area of expertise, even how you got started in business. There's so many people out there at the moment who want to actually go and run their own businesses. So if you started a business or a franchise from scratch, there's no reason why you can't go and teach people how you did it and make money doing that while you're actually running your own business at the same time. Fantastic. I'd like to ask your your opinion, Pam, on on the on the industry of video educational products. I mean, we've we've seen over the the recently the the rise of um, you know sites like Udemy. Um, online education seems to be uh, a very fast growing uh, industry. Um, you know, everybody seems to have something that they can teach. I mean, where where is where is it heading, and what what do, what do you see as the as the progression of this industry? Um, I've looked at places like Udemy, and um, they're great if you want to get lots of sort of low end exposure. Uh, I think it's a lot different to when it first launched from feedback. People are saying they're running too many sales now and everything's going for 10 bucks, which is something they, that would degrade your positioning. Mm. So I personally looked at it and then saw that it wasn't going to uh, brand me at the level that I want to position my business. So, But for people starting out and they don't have their own big list, it's a great place to get out there and put your content. Mm. Um, as to where it's going, depends how you position yourself. You know, Steve and I teach about being the authority in your niche market. And if you position yourself as the authority, then people come to you and you can charge whatever you want because you're the leader in your marketplace. So I will continue to do online programs and I only see it growing. Mm-hmm. more and more mm. with all the different platforms that are coming out there. You can sell yourself on Pinterest. You can sell yourself on LinkedIn, Twitter. Where everybody's hanging out, where your people are hanging out, that's where you drive people to your online training. So if you want to earn extra money in your lifetime, you've got to be creating online training. You mm. and I both know, Marcus, the money's not in the doing, the money's in the teaching. And and I think the from a user experience, the, the way that video is is really taking over as the preferred medium to to um, absorb knowledge and the fact that people are you know quite easily and comfortably able to use tablets and, and smartphones to, to consume that information. I think that trend uh, will continue as well, and that and that will definitely 
just you know help the that that information industry grow as people find it easier and easier to c- consume that uh, information. Well, look, Marcus, this is the way it is. It's the most highly leveraged way to get your knowledge and expertise out there. You create one video and you create one video product. I created my video product a couple of years ago. I keep updating it with all the information. Mm -hmm. But you create it once and you sell it over and over and over again to a global marketplace. Mm -hmm. But then you take the audio out. And for those people who like to listen, they've got the audio. You get the video transcribed, and for those people who want to read, they've got the PDF. It's just the simplest way to do something once mm-hmm. and create a program. I do mine. I can create a program in less than eight in less than two weeks. I think regular listeners to the this podcast would would know I'm a big fan of multi-purposing content, and. Uh, a big fan of of starting with video as the core product and then as you said exactly there to be able to create audio and text-based products um, or or deliverables from that is is something I'm a big fan of and I think the the key thing here also Pam is that we're really uh, providing uh, an option here for people to to move away for the from the model that you know I get paid for my time you know I'm, I'm you know, I'm limited by by the time factor of what I can um, actually get paid for, to to more of a model where it's an ongoing, recurring revenue from something that is, you know, as you said, created created once and up, and potentially updated over time. But it's uh, it's really removing your time as the factor in how much you get paid. Well, that's right. You know, and who doesn't like waking up in the morning and having kaching kaching in your inbox for something that you you know you created 6 months ago yeah yep. and people around the world are still buying it yeah absolutely you know what i mean and and the other thing too is as some people have a bit as you well know Marcus have a fear of being in front of the camera well you don't have to always be in front of the camera 95% of the videos i create are filming my screen and teaching from powerpoint or mm-hmm. just showing people how to do something step by step mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. my screen. What would be your three tips, Pam, for um, you know business owners offline or online that are looking to use video in their sales funnels? And also, you know, we have really touched on the educational product itself. So, how can um, what are your three tips for people to get started in this? Well, if you've got a more offline market of listeners, Marcus, my free tips would be, um, firstly, use it to give examples of your products. So even if you don't want to be in front of the camera, do some animotos of your stock so that people can see it. People mm-hmm. love to see it before they come into the shop. People are online lookers. So definitely do some videos of your products. I would try and get some testimonials, some video testimonials from people who've experienced your business, whether you're a restaurant or whatever you do, having an amazing time uh, is another way that you could use it. And then if you've got the ability to share some expertise, even if you were someone who does gardening, you know, and you might sell a whole lot of plants. Mm-hmm. And then people just don't know how to take care of their plants or they really, they're living in a unit and they just don't know how to grow a garden in a unit small space and the perfect pots to use for that and then link back to where they can get the pots. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Anything that you do that can help people think, oh, gosh, that's so helpful. Think about the questions. Here's a really good tip. Write down the questions that people ask you as they walk into your physical business mm -hmm. or over the phone. Mm -hmm. And write down the top 10 that you get asked all the time. And they should be your first videos that you do. And put them somewhere where people can say, oh, that's exactly what I wanted to know. How helpful was that? Thank you so much. And then at the end of every video, you say, if you're still stuck, please feel free to give us a call and we'll be more than happily, you know, more than happy to walk you through or answer any of your questions that you have about any of our products in the store. Thank you, Pam. I think they, they are some fantastic tips and, and really, it, you know, a lot of this usage of video is, is a is just the best way to provide value to your customers. There's nothing more personal and engaging than connecting with your audience via video. And I think we've provided some fantastic examples here of people doing that in both the offline and online space. So thank you very much, Pam, for joining us today on the podcast. It's It's been um, a, a learning experience. So thank you once again. Thanks for having me, Marcus. You have an absolutely awesome day. I am proud to share with you every Monday the latest video marketing for profit strategies so you too can learn how to utilize the power of video to create business profits by creating greater customer value. For further details, please visit videomarketingforprofit.com.au.